and welcome to Wicked Slice, the only D&D 5e crossover powered by baked goods. My name is Joshua Gould. I am your dungeon master for this 10-part journey with the crew from Wicked Game. I'm joined tonight by Nikki, who will be playing Rico Grease, Michelle, who will be playing Lavina Levy Payne, Tom, who will be playing Keris Welk, and Alicia, who will be playing Captain Guy Captain. Yes, that is his real name. This podcast is taken from the live-streamed episodes, previously shown on twitch.tv forward slash wickedgamerpg, and then posted to the Wicked Game YouTube channel. Our apologies for the slight decrease in audio quality, but we hope you'll be able to enjoy the episode nonetheless. If you'd like to view the entire unedited recording of this live stream, then please make your way over there where you can catch all of their current releases. There is no middle bit this week, we've decided to give the middleman who I hear is devilishly handsome some vacation time, so I will take this opportunity to ask you to make sure that you're following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Slice, D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E, where you can see all of our slices and some of our adventures on our off-season. And while you're at it, why not follow Wicked Game as well at Wicked Game RPG. W I C K E D G A M E R P G. They're very friendly folks, as you're about to find out. And finally, just before we jump into this exciting episode, I'd like to encourage you to take a look at Geeky Clean's range of bath bombs and all sorts of other bath time paraphernalia. They've even introduced a subscription service where you can get regular deliveries of your favourite bath time products. And don't forget you can use that code DICENASLICE, D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E, at checkout to get 10% off your next order. Bath bomb's not your thing? Maybe you prefer badass TTRPG jewellery and accessories. If that's the case, then you should head over to Witch Hunt Store to pick up everything you, or that special geek in your life, could ever want or need. And you know what? You can even use that code DICENASLICE at checkout there as well. Check out our Instagram to see some of the beautiful polyhedral dice drop earrings that Alicia got for Christmas. Well, that's it from me. All that remains is to thank everyone who has supported us on our Ko-Fi, but especially to Benjamin, who has kindly chosen to subscribe to us. Thank you, Benjamin, from all of us here at Dice and a Slice. And a special thank you to Alicia, who's taken four hours of audio and edited it into something wonderful, coherent, and most importantly, not four hours long. And now, without any further ado, Please enjoy this episode of Wicked Slice. Well, last time on Wicked Slice, uh, we picked things up on the boat, the test drive, as our wonderful and brave pirates fought an old woman. This shady figure from Keris's past had reappeared, name of Granny Welk, a hag that raises children for various nefarious purposes. Our merry crew had been off into the woods and killed a load of hags. Uh, Captain Guy Captain realizes that they own that property, they do not deserve to be killed. Everyone comes back, Levy and Rico fire two shots at Granny Welk, delayed blast fireball and flamethrower from the little artificer thingy, respectively. And then we just had a huge fight against Granny and her shadow and her big dog that was basically a grey render. And at one point, Rico's grease monkey picked up Granny and threw her over side, triggering a polymorph spell, turning her into a giant spell. 
Burmy Whale. And basically, it was just really, really good D&D combat. Rico went down in the water. No one knew that we Rico had gone down. And then Levy flew towards Captain Guy Captain to get a healing word thrown in, but she got blasted out of the sky, leaving only Captain Guy Captain and Keris behind. It was it was real tense. Rico had a lovely moment where he was in an office and he spoke to this guy and he's got a new job. Hang on, you forgot the best bit. What's that? That Rico got eaten by Granny as the whale. Oh, God. And then Captain Guy Captain, in a stroke of genius, dropped the anchor on the whale, taking away the spell, but... The granny had already swallowed Rico and it was an explosion of sorts. Interesting that that's the best bit for you. Um, <laughs> it was just so horrifying. <laughs> a man being gobbled by a granny. I, I had actually repressed that. I'd forgotten that that happened. That's scarred in my brain and I'm taking everyone with me. No one else is allowed to forget that that happened. It's horrible. It is. <laughs> and uh, everyone felt themselves swell with power. The mist cleared with the channel. There were three boats in front of it. One being rudimentary made of shells and stuff. One being a big-ass dwarven boat and the other one being a fine elven galleon lightly scarred. I can't believe they got there before us. Tom should be back next week. Uh, he's just a bit bully and I won't be here next week. This is assuming that the ritual goes to plan and I can put my soul into Tom's. <laughs> so. so, the four of you have finished your battle. You felt this surge of energy move through yourselves, um, but you've seen the boats ahead of you. You have two options. You can have a long rest and try and recover from what has been, frankly, an awful day, or you can sally on forth, get there and try and upset some people. Those are your options. So we can't rest en route to the island. Someone's got to steer. Well, ca Captain Guy Captain is okay. He doesn't mind steering. He only took some damage. And how much HP does Rico have at the moment? Well, I assume all of it, right? I was brought back to life. Or do I have an, an HP? I suspect you have an HP. Hi, my name's Anne an HP. <laughs> and I only have... Team, so. Uh, so maybe we should rest then because Captain Guy Captain is useless on his own <laughs> I think Levy desperately wants to go like she's ready to fight mm -hmm. but Rico's going to go rest and by rest I mean rest as far as Rico's concerned but he's going to go work on something well if we rest and everyone else gets the treasure first we can then just let them do the hard work of finding <gasps> it yes. and then take it from them yes I love this and obviously that's not Captain Guy Captain speaking that's player relation knowing the team <laughs> yeah that's I like that plan that's very on brand for you all. Yeah. Very on brand indeed. The most piratey thing. <laughs> so you're gonna have a gonna have a little disco nap. Okay. So uh, Captain Guy, Captain, you go and sleep in your a little dog bed. Oh, that's right. You got a little dog bed in the captain's quarters. Yeah, so yeah. Right. Captain Guy, Captain, you go and sleep in your little crate. You sort of walk around in circles before you eventually decide to settle down. Uh, Levy, you go obviously to the captain quarters bed. It's big, it's luxurious, it's very comfortable. Yeah, she's starfishes. Like, Absolutely. Of other people this is a bed that makes a super king look like a single. Yeah. And Rico, you go down into your grotty little workshop and start hammering away. Is there anything in particular that you're working on or are you just kind of flavouring? There is something very in particular I'm working on that okay. solves an in-game situation oh, and an out-of-game situation. That's a good point. Sorry, Levy, I've been thinking about this for a little while. Andy has braces of defence. And Levy's like, they're fucking wasted on you right now, bitch. So I'm going to just take them off Andy. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Andromeda is physically unable to resist. Yep. So you may loot her non-corpse. I'm just borrowing <laughs> them. She can have them back when she wakes up. Sure. 
yes, Nikki, sorry, you were saying. Um, I think I can do this. Okay. I'm going to be making an apparatus of sorts. Is it an apparatus of koalish? Because if it is, I'm going to be upset with you. It is. Why are you going to be upset with me? Because I don't want to keep saying it. Okay, <laughs> it's not an apparatus of koalish. It is steel shark. Because I would like to make a metal shark that two people can fit in. Because this way, Keris and Rico can be in the shark. Okay. I need to find out if I can do this though. It's an idea I had about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> okay, what rarity item is it? Oh, fuck knows, pal. I don't know. How would I even Google that? I can't spell any of the words involved. <laughs> it's so difficult to spell. It has no business being so difficult to spell. Uh, it's a legendary item, so it will take you about 10 years to make if you work on it every single day and roll very well on your intelligence checks. So I'm not going to do that. Why don't you just tie Keras to your back and swim? <laughs> because Metal Shark would have been funny. <laughs> Metal shark, do do Metal shark, do 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 do. Um, I'm gonna take two grappling hooks and two project two guns and make a, a double-ended grappling hook gun. The double-ended grappling hook gun. One for business, one for pleasure. Yes. Uh, okay. Could you roll me an intelligence check, please? Add your proficiency modifier. Let's go. Uh, do I technically get expertise? Uh, do you get expertise because of what, sorry? Because uh, I get expertise when I use my tools. Oh yeah, go for it then. 30-30. Rico, you go downstairs. Um, you make sure that all of your various knickknacks are where they ought to be in the organised chaos that is your workshop. I put the, monkey, the grease monkey bucket back, the monkey. It sits there, monkey. You get to work on creating this. It actually doesn't take you all that long, given the sort of sheer amount of experience you have with weaponry, specifically guns, and also grapply things, specifically grapplers. Yeah. Um, you are able to create this double-ended, specifically said, grappling gun. Yeah. His intention, his intention is to bind two boats together with it. That's between you and your god. I just want to let you know what, <laughs> what, what my goal is. I appreciate it. Um, that'll be interesting, because the rope basically is like a DC-10 strength check to try and break. It was a DC sensor, uh, 10 strength check until I I hardened it. It's got a steel wire core and it's been oiled. Um, yeah, all right. I'll allow you to have uh, interspersed some steel in the rope. Um, I'm going to give it a range of 120 feet either way. Love that. Yeah, in my mind, it's like, it's like two crossbows back to back with like a drum of rope in the yep, middle. That works for me. Um, if it is attached to one end, you will have disadvantage on the other end because it is attached to something. That's fair. Righto. I presume Rico does sleep at some point. Yeah, yeah, he does. So you spend about you spend about two hours doing that, to be honest, Rico. Um, and then you settle down in your own little barrel. I'm guessing you sleep in a barrel? He has a hammock that's directly over one of the furnaces. <laughs> Jesus. What? There's not a lot of space in here. He's a masochist. Yes. So you drift off in your hammock <laughs> warmly. Uh, Levy, you sprawl in your lovely, comfortable bed. Surprisingly dry, given that it's on a boat. Um, and Captain Guy Captain, you you curl up in your little dog bed, snoozing away. Keris climbs up the mast and goes to sleep in the crow's nest. Precariously placed, yeah. but... Uh, precariously. Precariously placed, very good. More like crone's nest. Ah. <laughs> and Josh, sorry, I, you reduced my hit points in the last session. You said, until I, did, I yes. tell you... Is that now? Do I get them back? So, fun fact, I cannot, for the life of me, work out why I reduced your max hit points. <laughs> um, the, shad the shadow did I it. I can't work out. Yeah, you have a long rest. Your, your maximum hit points reset. Thank you. <laughs> However, Captain Guy Captain, yeah. 
you go to sleep in your little dog's bed. Oh no. And uh, you find yourself walking through a forest. And it's the forest that you were walking through earlier today. Oh no. With, you see the mushrooms around and you hear just sort of in the distance. Hey! Occasionally, something just zooms past you, levitating off the ground. You suspect it's a dog with the face of a man. And you see this cottage in front of you. And you've got a bit of paper in your hand. And it just says eviction notice. And you walk up to this cottage and you you step over the threshold and there's no one home. The door is burnt to cinders. In fact, the entire house is kind of smouldering. But you see this gem on the pedestal with the ritual circles around it. And Captain Guy Captain, you uh, walk over to this gem, and just like before, you kick the, uh, or you scuff the ritual circles, these glowing green sigils on the floor. Mm-hmm. And last time that happened, all of your clothes started talking. This time you feel a surge of energy move through you. You feel all of your hairs stand up, and then there's just this thunderous force that erupts from you. And then there's these hands that just fly out of you as well. Thousands of skeletal hands just sort of pinging out of you, grabbing at everything on the wall, starting to tear this place apart. And then you turn and you see Captain Guy Captain, and you extend your hand towards him. And you and Captain Guy Captain shake hands. And as you do, you realize you've got this strange look in your eye. (laughs) And this guy is your friend. And he's shaking your hand because you're his friend. Yeah. And then there's just this burst of electricity that arcs between the two of you, and you feel powerful. Congratulations, <laughs> Captain Guy Captain. You have just uh, just earned yourself a level of uh, wild magic sorcerer. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking wild magic. Rico rigging that weapon convinced Captain Guy Captain that he has magic within him, and it's unlocked something That's deep what? in his psyche that he is actually magic. I didn't unlock shit. Rico <laughs> takes no blame. For the actions. Some, somewhere, some, someone <laughs> somewhere knew this would happen, and it's why Captain Guy Captain has the life he has. He wasn't meant to unlock it. Oh God, he's like Captain Guy Captain is too dangerous. He needs yeah. to live a mundane and shit sad life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what happens if Captain Guy Captain feels powerful. Yeah, like you can't let him feel powerful. Oh God, Levy. <laughs> oh yeah, me. You're in a room, and this room has a table in the center of it. There are two chairs one side and one chair the other side. The room is gray, there's a single barred window letting in some light, and there are some little arcane fires floating in the corners just giving enough light so everyone can see. You've got like a little glowing orb in your hand that you're using to shine a beam of light onto the face of someone who sat in a single chair. One side of this room has a huge mirror in which you can see yourself and your partner, singular. You can't quite make out their face. There's a person, and you're asking them questions, but they're not answering. And you know this is linked to something big and something important, but they're just not giving up the juice. Your colleague turns to you and says, "Ah, I think we gotta put the screws on them. And like a telltale game, what do you do? Oh, putting the screws on them? Levy has Mind Sliver, and I think she uses it to, like, really get inside their mind and, like, appear in them so they can't escape from her. Absolutely. So you focus and you send this sort of sharp point of psychic force into this person's head, and then they look up at you and they say, Why are you doing this? And you recognise your physical dad. Oh! Not her demon daddy. 
a physical, actual, actual, actual biological father. What do I know? What I'm looking for from him? Uh, roll me a wisdom check. Sixteen. You're trying to work out what it is that he's not telling you, and you think about it, and you look at his face, and you look at your partner, and the person you're stood next to is is Demon Daddy, and it seems like there's one person from your life that's missing here. Well. Trying to work out where your mum is. Yeah, where is she? Where is she? At this point, your demon father turns to you and says, uh, Well, pet, doesn't look like this canary's gonna sing. Well, well, now I want him. I want him to sing. <laughs> Daddy, make him sing. As you say this, uh, demon dad's like blue skin glows faintly aquamarine, like his scales kind of glisten. And you see, like, the spikes on his hands start to arc with electricity. And then you hear... Uh, roll me a perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen. You hear a dull thudding coming from behind the mirror. Oh. Can I look over at the mirror? Yeah, you just see a reflection. Oh. But it's like someone's knocking on it from the other side. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that test of, like, if it's a two-way mirror thing. Like, see if I'm... Sure, roll me an investigation check. Eleven. It does appear to be a two-way mirror, but you can't quite make out who's behind it. Levy's going to put her hands on it. I don't know if this work would work, but she's going to try and shatter it by casting shocking grass. Levy, you channel this thunder, this lightning through your hands, and it courses across the silver screen, and you see as the lightning sort of arcs up and branches out, and then it cracks, and it shatters. And in front of you, you see... So you know how tieflings are part infernal, part mundane? Yeah. You see a version of yourself that exists without the infernal. And you remember, now that you think back, and you see reflected in her eyes, this holly infernal version of yourself. And as you realise this, you feel like it might be too little too late as you start to feel the lightning energy course through you. And you're woken up by the sound of a thunderbolt in the sky as a storm gently rocks the ship. Christ. Oh no. You've all had a long rest. As you hear coming from the island, the far island, you hear the sounds of voices as this storm starts to blow a hooli around you. Again, your sails are down, your anchor is down, you're not at any risk of going anywhere but occasionally there are just these crashes of thunder. Everyone roll me a perception check. That's a two for a CGC. Oh, CGC. 18 for Levy. Uh, 17 for Rico. Uh, Kara's got a uh, 20, I think. A dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. No, oh, fuck no. no. Absolutely not. She's got a dirty 30. Dirty 30? <laughs> fuck. She's in the crow's nest, to be fair. <laughs> Captain Guy Captain, you are asleep. You are wearing your Thunder Buddy jacket, you feel protected. Oh, my clothes probably told me a bedtime story. That's nice. Aww. They almost definitely did. In fact, your hat is probably just like <laughs> making white noise into your ears. Oh, uh, is it ASMR? It's ASMR, <laughs> yes. It's asmr <laughs> No! No! Uh, copyright, Joshua Gould, 2021. <laughs> Rico and Levy thought it was a thunderbolt and then you listen out and it sounds like cannon fire, but like big cannon fire like huge cannon fire like rico you've had special dreams about cannon fire this loud and what you guys oh well i won't tell you what keris knows because none of you are keris 
but Keris definitely saw everything. Levy would get up and it would be like a kick, but not like in a rude, not an unusual rude way. Let's kick the dog. No, I'm gonna kick Captain Guy Captain, um, just to wake him up, just like in a panicked like. Yeah. Get up and then run out. Okay. Oh, Black Friday sale. What? No. <laughs> what? Okay. Sorry. Bad, bad dream. You capitalist pig. <laughs> Captain Guy Captain, as Levy kicks you. Uh, you feel strong. You feel in control. That's weird. Don't like that. No, I know. And also your clothes go, hey, <laughs> hey, don't do that. It's not very nice. I don't like to be kicked. I was getting nicely <laughs> creased in this dog bed. Why is the dog here in it? <laughs> Levy, you dash out. Rika comes up. You see Keris <laughs> scuttling down the stairs. I imagine she doesn't like come down it backwards. She probably does it forwards and down like a Resident Evil villain. It's terrifying. Oh, gosh. Scrabbling down like an awful little thing. There is uh, an explosion on the new island. It is uh, from something inside that temple. It's why they're yelling. Uh, Do we think the treasure exploded or maybe is it protecting the treasure? Keris shrugs. We should get going, right? Like, Cox. Yeah, ca- Captain will start pulling up the anchor. Yeah, and uh, Levy's going to start, like, doing her storm thing and, like, getting the sails up so we can cool. go. You do so. Yeah. And you head off on your merry way, heading towards this island. You unveil the uh, the sails and they very quickly fill with wind. Levy, you don't have to do much, but you can oh. still direct the winds as you're known to do. It's very cool. Uh, every third gust of wind you save to making your hair look extra cool. <laughs> and Captain Guy Captain, you feel as though you are steering the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rico, what are you doing while the ship heads towards the island? Prepping bombs. Bombs. Okay. Roll me an intelligence check, please. Add your expertise. Uh, 24. Cool. Roll me a d12. Two. You have made four bombs. They are equal to a fireball. Oh. <laughs> you should have making them the whole time. I love that. That's just an arbitrary decision that I've made. Yeah. Congrats. I love a fireball. <laughs> as Josh yeah. has come to learn. Um, but they are, they are to all intents and purposes an improvised throwing weapon. So they have a range of 20 feet. Oh, they don't? These do. Oh, no, they have a range of how far can the rat I'm going to strap them to go. Yeah. Oh, all of that. <laughs> No, I'm not going to use a rat. I'm going to use my invincible capuchin monkey. Okay. The monkey has the bombs. Very well. You make your way towards the island. Captain Guy, Captain, roll me an intelligence check plus your proficiency modifier, please. Ooh, well. If you want to do so at advantage, you may for a cost. <laughs> I was literally just about to uh, see what the uh, see what the deal with that was. I won't roll with advantage. That's a 15. 15. Uh, the boat seems to be going exactly where you want it to go. Good boat. It seems to be unfettered by the winds and the waves as if steered by your determination and your determination alone. Yeah. Captain Guy Captain, there's one thing you do every morning before you get up, before you leave the <gasps> office. The calendar. <laughs> the calendar. Oh, shit. You've not done it yet. This shit feels like it's steering in the right direction, though. It does, yeah. It feels as though Levy could probably take over and it would be fine. Yeah, I can watch it. Leah, Levy, will you take the wheel just like for like one minute and I'll be right back. All right, you got shits again. It's fine. He's, uh, he's crapped in, <laughs> Guy Captain. <No. laughs> he's going to run downstairs and, and go, go to the calendar. Um, Captain Guy Captain, you run downstairs, you grab a red marker that you've been using to cross dates off on your calendar. You... You look at the wall that has these 10 annual calendars on them. Oh, no. And you flick through your 10th calendar that you're on. You flick through, flick through, flick through, flick, 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 flick. And you see that on your calendar, you've got three 
squares left. Oh, shit. And you put a red X. <laughs> and now there are only two squares left. You can see that the X's on the early calendars were quite like straight, sharp lines, whereas now they're a bit like shakier <laughs> as he realizes that he's running out of time and he needs the sale. Cool, two days, yep. two days, no worries. Uh, if you guys want to roll me some sort of history check, you may. Honestly, Rickard couldn't give a shit. <laughs> I rolled a 15, which isn't bad for Levy. That's nice. Levy, you know uh, that Captain Captain always crosses off one day in these calendars. He's done it since you gave him his little dog's bed. And uh, you remember that the boat has a warranty of 10 years. Okay, so if the warranty runs out, we just don't have to buy it, right? Uh, you would know that it just means that the warranty's run out, which means it won't be replaced if you buy it. Oh, so we need to buy it before... If you buy it before the warranty runs out... You can get a new boat then Captain Guy Captain will have made a successful sale. If you don't buy it before the warranty runs out... Captain Guy Captain has stolen a boat. <laughs> he has stolen a boat. <laughs> Two days away from becoming a criminal. <laughs> Captain Guy Captain, you have completed your task. Great. He's just going to say a little prayer to the sales gods and run up, kind of gently touch the sticker as he goes past and go back to the wheel. Sticker's stuck to his sweaty palm. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare. Uh, roll me a d20, Alicia. Oh, don't say that. Add anything? Your con mod, please. But is that a four? Is this a bad... What do, should I roll with advantage? This is a sweat check, baby. Take the advantage. Take the advantage. Yeah, I'll roll with advantage. I'm okay. scared. If you want to roll... You're going to use your Tides of Chaos Yeah. to roll with advantage. And if you want to roll again, you'll have to roll on the wild magic table. That's an 11. An 11. Well, you were looking to beat 10, so that's good. <clears throat> um, as Captain Guy Captain, you, you run towards... Well, you, you finish crossing off your thing. And your hands do get a bit sweaty. Like the anxiety is like, oh shit, I've only got two days for this. And you go and you go to touch the sticker as you always do as a ritual. And actually your clothing goes, oh mate, your hands are quite sticky. You don't want to touch your sticker like that. And you just wipe it off. <laughs> and then you touch it as the ritual. And then you go back upstairs. Smart. Levy's doing a great job at steering. Um, Levy, roll me a, a spell ability check, please. That's a dirty 20. Even while you're steering physically, you're still able to manipulate the winds and steer things in the right direction. Uh, Rico, you're able to, you know, stuff the cannons and the ballistae and the arcane cannon as well has restored all of its magical slots. I think Levy is actually like very good at like steering and all that stuff. It's just, she's just a bit lazy. And if Captain do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. She's, she's unconscious competent. That's right. Yeah, yeah. As you approach the island, you again start to hear this, this yelling. It's not quite as loud as it was before, but it's still definitely there. Also, as you get closer, the temple or the, the strange building in the middle, like this ziggurat is the word I was looking for, gets bigger and bigger like it seems to loom the closer you get to it and it starts to really make the ships around it seem small and what initially looked like a, a low shrub area around it actually turns to be like a whole tropical jungle just like thick trees and shrubs and other plant-based words you guys think, damn, I wish I had a druid with me. Damn. <laughs> that would have been great. And we've got a sorcerer, an artificer, and a sidekick. Let's go. I'd watch that show, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's two and a half minutes. Captain Guy Captain's. 
Min, 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 min. You've said that people are yelling. We can hear them yelling. Yes. Are they? Can we see them? Are they fighting each other? Are they fighting things from the temple? Uh, who's using a telescope? Oh, yeah. It looks like Levy is. I don't I need one. Them. I've got one. You've got goggles. I've got eyes of the eagle, haven't I, mate? Oh, you do? Yes, you've got your cum goggles. Captain's got captain eyes, so, you know. Captain eyes. It's like elf eyes, but they're captain eyes. What do your captain eyes see? Yes. Captain bird's eye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've got bird's eye for you. Because I'm a captain. <laughs> Levy and Rico Romia perception check. Uh, Keris, roll me a perception check as well at disadvantage. Not that it matters because she's a fucking rogue. And Captain, go Captain. Disadvantage, please. Uh, I got an 18. Keris got a 30. Rico got a 13. Keris got that at disadvantage. Fuck me. Captain, go Captain, got a 7. The first one was an 18, though. You never know. So, uh, Levy, you listen out for these voices, see what's going on. Um, it sounds like they're fighting each other. And, like, you hear classic swashbuckling noises. You hear like the clanging of swords. Occasionally you'll hear just like a, a you suspect there are some spellcasters up there. Captain Guy Captain, uh, it sounds like someone's having a tea party. Sure. Um, and Rico, is that a seagull? It's probably a seagull. I, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> um, Keris, from her vantage point very high up, because being high up helps your ears, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she'll sort of yell down, hey guys, it, uh, it seems like the dwarfs, the elves, and the others are all fighting. Uh, the dwarfs are using battle axes, which is very strange. And they're all fighting each other. They're not fighting together against something. Sounds else. like they're all fighting each other. Yes. Oh, okay. So could we like this with the look of the island? Could we like moor our boat somewhere else and just yeah. like sneak around the? F Does it look like there's somewhere else we could put you it? You want to circle around the island? Yeah. I feel like if we can find somewhere yeah. else to stop, that would be better, right? Group nature check. Captain's is like, guys, why don't we just like scope for a different entrance? And I got a three. So I'm hoping that other brains in the group can use my thinking to do some good with it. <laughs> I just got a nat one. We should go for 14. I got a zero, baby. <laughs> um... <laughs> Rico, you think it's probably a good idea to try and find somewhere un, like where there aren't other people. Actually, this is the first good idea Captain Guy Captain's probably ever had, but you decline to, to, to acknowledge it. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> never. Absolutely would never. Yeah. I didn't even give him a fucking compliment. He's, he's become a sorcerer, so I'll fucking, it's dangerous to say anything nice. So. That's you true. don't know that yet. <laughs> Everyone else, you put your minds and eyes together to try and find the best place to park the boat. You try and sort of circle around the island, and actually, you don't get too far around the edge and you see like, it's like a little cove. It seems like a really good place to leave the ship. Seems like a very good place for the ship to go. This ship, that place, oh yeah. Perfect, let's go there. I'm gonna arm my bomb. You remember, do you remember in, I think it was maybe episode two, where I clarified that I had a bomb on the ship that if I wasn't back on the ship in enough time, yes. it would go off. I remember that. Just reminding everyone. I remember the heaven help me, I'll blow this whole place to kingdom to come conversation, yes. That's, that's almost every conversation that yeah. has. You're right there, sir. How's your day been? I have a bomb. I have a big <laughs> bomb. It's like, I'm not enjoying this conversation. I will kill both of us. <laughs> <laughs> the way it goes, you enjoy your meal, sir. You too. Rico blows up the whole place. <laughs> <laughs> 
I said that to someone the other day. They said, uh, they said, enjoy your meal. And I said, yeah, thanks, you too. Yeah. Oh. Rico would have uh, done an awesome. Does this cove look like it's big enough for the boat? It's oh, not going like, to damage yeah. the sides or Definitely. damage the bottom. Absolutely. Like a glove. This looks like you guys are going to be able to leave the boat here and everything's going to be completely fine. Perfect. A really safe place to put the boat. Fun. When we're nailing this, we're going to go in, we're just going to sink in, grab the treasure and we'll leave before they've even realised. It's going to be perfect. Grab the thing, outrun the boulder. Lovely. And you know, treasure will make a great payment, payment. for the ship too. We, we accept treasure as, as a form of payment. Oh, you do? Oh, excellent. Yeah. We don't accept American Express though, so don't ask. No, of course. <laughs> on, on account of the fact that America doesn't exist. Exactly. People try and give us American Express and we say, what the fuck is that? Can't can't take it. What would you say us considering you got hijacked on your first fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Guy Captain just yes-handed himself into a bad situation. I wanted to make a save. Right. We, we roll, we get out, and we move towards to flank the battle. Okay, can I have a intelligence plus proficiency modifier roll from Levy and also Captain Guy Captain? That's a 21. Nice. Huzzah. 16 for Levy. 16, fantastic. The two of you work together to expertly park the ship in this little cove. Left bit. Like, it's a tight squeeze. There are some really jagged rocks, but you can easily get your boat through there. You take a really good line, it parks up beautifully. Even in all this storm and violent weather, you're able to park the ship in this very secure, safe looking location. I hate you. Keep saying that. It's making me feel very confident in my decision. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this is fine. I don't know what you're on about. And as you start to lower the anchor, you realize that the boat is spinning ever so slightly. Just clockwise. It's like one of those garages where, like, you park the car and it goes off and that like goes underground, and that you can like summon your car. Yeah, except except you suddenly realise as this boat is spinning clockwise that there is a reason why no one has parked their boats in this nice little safe-looking cove, and that's because there is a whirlpool here, and your boat is currently spinning around in a whirlpool. As the winds whip up. Guys, does anyone have like an anti-whirlpool spell? Yes. I feel like we don't want to risk damaging the boat, you know. The boat starts to spin quite a little bit quicker. Um, Could Rico fire off, because there's harpoons on the boat, right? Yes. Can I swing the harpoons round and then say that this is the entrance to the cove? I want to fire them to either end to align ourselves perfectly. And then, try and put, and then propel ourselves propel out. Propel ourselves out because it will align yeah. us. I'm on board. I'm You're on gonna board. Aim the harpoons into the rock. And the rocks, yeah, what, the either side. So it's like. You're going to try and stick the harpoon in the rock. Yep. Okay. Roll me two harpoon gunshots, I guess. They will be at disadvantage because the boat is in motion. Can can Captain Guy Hapton use the help action? Yes, you absolutely may. Uh, disadvantage, yeah. Was it disadvantage? The help action from Captain Guy Captain cancels that out. Dirty 19 and a natural 20. So you get an extra D6. Oh, so you actually get, you get a D6 on top of that as well. That's a 6 on the D6. So that is a 25 and a natural 20 totaling 24. Cool. These two harpoons fly out towards the rocks. They're quite big rocks. They're quite sharp looking rocks. Uh, If you were to examine them for any length of time, you'd reckon they're probably very brittle rocks as well, but you didn't look, you acted. Yeah, I don't imagine we've got a lot of time, but it just aligned us so that we can go full speed forwards. Yeah, yeah. So go on. 
Absolutely, you fire out these two harpoons, they strike the rocks and shatter them. Wait, shatter the rocks, so they're not- So they up. haven't wedged in. They have not wedged in, they have just shattered the rocks. Perfect. Oh, okay. What that is, is we now have uh, rocks in the wall. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> What causes a whirlpool? Is it something in the water that we need to like oh. just turn off or like do something with? What causes a whirlpool? Would Captain Guy Captain know? Oh, it's a good question. That'd be a, a nature check or an arcana check, please. I got a nine. Maybe got an 18. <laughs> Is Keris arcanary at all? Keris can get fucked. I rolled 29. Nice. Wow. Amazing. Everyone apart from Captain Guy Captain knows that whirlpools are caused by a strange interaction by tides happening at different levels. Often it's a rip tide that interacts with a with a waxing tide. That's, you know, a reason why a whirlpool would happen. But this doesn't seem like to the rest of you the place that a whirlpool like this would form. Probably made by someone using like the control water spell, for example. It feels like an arcane whirlpool intentionally put there Ooh. by something. Rico, you would suddenly realize that there are creatures out there that weaponize whirlpools. Yep. And like their MO is to get a ship somewhere and then trap it in a whirlpool and then fuck you up. <gasps> but the fucking up hasn't started yet, which is curious. Levy is ready to like cast alter self and dive in if, if like there needs to be like stuff done underneath. Rico's plan is to cast wind wall. We, What's that gonna do? Uh, it's 50 foot long and we get out of the whirlpool and you, we fucking, we're gonna we jump the shark. Out. We're gonna jump, we jump the shark. shark. <laughs> we, we fucking jump the shark. I create a, a ramp of wind underneath the boat and you go, you make us go forwards and we fucking, oh. we, we fucking. Just don't forget the sticker, guys. My God. <laughs> I shouldn't be allowed to play uh, an artificer. It's what, it's what I should, Because of your creative thinking. I was thinking you were going to try and find the person who'd cast it and just throw a bomb at them. That's what I That's thought. <laughs> Rico I thought that as well. Yeah, I was going to look at I'm loving this plan. We at least I like, feel like you're not loving this plan. I'm scared. <laughs> the words and your energy were violent. <laughs> Can we at least look for maybe where the person is if someone's if someone's casting this or if there's like runes and stuff yeah. for the spell. There does not appear to be a person casting it that you can see. Otherwise, we're going to have to do your plan. <laughs> Otherwise. Worst case scenario, we're going to have to do Rico's just, plan. Just but also, if you think, like, what if we miss and the boat just flies into the rocks? Like, we I mean, we aren't like do a new ship. Do we just let it go down? Oh, guys, you don't want to do that because if you damage the ship while it's on a test drive, like, you know, there's there's different rules I when know, it's on Then it. you are liable, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, you guys are liable. Oh, we're liable. Yeah, it's technically yeah. a ship. And if you're steering, it's technically our fault. Well, it's because, you know, you sign those things when you took it out for the test drive that basically says you're liable. I have to be here for insurance purposes. Right, but, like, you know, while you're testing the boat. I think our captain's got that tattooed on his body. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely does. In the same way that that man you found at the Last Hope had the map, Captain Guy Captain has yeah. the terms of rental. I have T's and C's just all over my yeah. body. Either both of you jump in the water or we do Rico's plan. What, what, can, can we just leave the boat spinning? Is that, you know, is it, is it going anywhere or is it just... <laughs> It'll get pulled down. Oh, will it? <laughs> Captain Guy Captain rolled like a, a seven or something ridiculous on his check. He doesn't know. He thinks it's just going to hang out here for a while. Right. Are you two going in the water or are we jumping the ship out of the cup? I can't go in the water. My floaties got damaged in the last <laughs> fight, so I can't I can't swim without them. Right, I can go in. My question is, uh, Levy's 
understanding of magic and things, would she go, oh, there will be runes or something somewhere? Or is she like, fuck, I don't know how to get out of it? All magic has a source. Yeah. It is difficult to tell if this source is arcane, divine, i.e. natural. It feels as though, mm, do you have like detect magic or something? I don't, but I can ask. Rico, what's the kind of magic? If it's my kind of magic, I might be able to do something. If it's like that, like fancy divine bullshit, oh, I bet it's fucking druidic. I just kick Andy. <laughs> what kind of magic is it? You cast detect magic. Yeah. And uh, it feels as though, and this is not the direct reason that, de- that detect magic exists, but I think the description for detect magic is wank, so I'll, I'll interpret it as I wish. Yeah. You get the sneaking suspicion that there is somebody at the very base of the whirlpool who is making this magic happen, and they're waiting for whatever this is, this shit, to get sunk, sucked down into it. Someone underneath. That's that's the feeling. This feels like someone was waiting to just give you the suck. Nice. Right, I'm going in. Uh, have you got a rope or something so you can pull me out? <laughs> Rico shakes his head in the negative. Uh, I've th- I mean, that there's rope. We've got rope everywhere. It's a boat, you know. There is so much rope, Rico. You fucking died, and I was. I nearly cried. I okay. can't believe this. Hey, I'm not in charge of all the rope on the boat. Um, Captain Guy Captain just like comes over with his like arms full of rope. Oh, if Captain Guy Captain thinks he's not going in too, he's got no, 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 no. I can't swim without my floaties, and my floaties make me float. I can't go under. Right. The water gets in my eyes, and I can't see. We ain't got time. We ain't got time. Tie rope anyway. It's tied to the boat. I'm casting alter self on myself. Uh, and Levy like sprouts like gills and stuff. Cool. Nice. All right, I'm gonna do a fancy dive in. Okay. I haven't thought this through. Do me an acrobatics check, please. 16. 16, Levy, you do a perfect, beautiful dive off the ship into the whirlpool. Yeah. As you collide with the water, you see that there are some rocks now spinning around in this whirlpool, as well as a big-ass boat. Um, Can you roll me a strength saving throw, please? Oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to be working on plan D. (laughs) I'm going to get a bag and I'm going to fill it with the bombs and I'm going to tie a rope to the handle of the bag. I'm just going to get ready to fucking yeet it into the center of the whirlpool. D for Dendetta. It's not a natural one, but it's a one. One. Levy, you take seven bludgeoning damage as the (laughs) waves knock you around. Is Alter Self a concentration spell? It sure is. Right, let me roll. That's a 17. Good. That beats 10. Congratulations. You are not drowning. Captain, uh, Captain, what are you doing? Um, He's holding onto the rope that is attached to Levy. I'm assuming there's like a two-pull signal for if, if she wants to come up again. That was not discussed. That, that's no. what Captain's understanding is okay. from boat training. Okay. Rico is filling a bag with bombs and rocks, uh, and he's tying that bag with rope to, to get into the centre if, if uh, Levy fails or runs away. Great. That's plan D. You're able to Your do that. Quite easily. Uh, gathering explosives on the ship, not something that's difficult, oddly enough. Uh, Levy, roll me a uh, athletics check, please, as you try. Uh, you may do so advantage because of your alter self spell uh, as you try to swim in this whirlpool. Oh, I'm proficient for some reason. 23. <gasps> nice. You are able to control your body in this whirlpool and avoid the rocks that. How'd they get there? <laughs> and you are able to kind of control your movement and I presume you're going to go investigate just who's who's the little rascal yeah I'm just desperately looking for someone who looks like they're concentrating on a spell cool just if I see anyone 
There's, there's fucking lightning coming up. Roll me a perception check at disadvantage, please, on account of the fact that it's swirly-whirly water. I rolled a 21. <gasps> I'm disadvantaged. 21 perception disadvantage. Nice. You're able to get out of the way of the worst of the foam, the worst of the rocks, <laughs> and you uh, are able to see the varmint that is creating this whirlpool. And you see a creature with... It's got green skin and, like, fins on the side of its head and also on, like, top of its head. And it's got four arms, a pair of webbed legs and a long tail out the back. Okay. Uh, you see a Sahuagin at the base of this whirlpool. Oh, no. And you see three other Sahuagin at the base of this whirlpool, all of them ready with their weapons. And then something tingles your scales, oh. your your strange skin, and you feel a huge presence looming behind you. <gasps> and as you turn, you see what can only be described as the skeleton of a giant shark swimming quickly towards you. Swimming? Uh, okay, okay. Everybody roll initiative. Everybody roll your dice. Everybody roll initiative for Wicked Slice. Did that right? It did. 13. I also got 13. What's your dexterity score, please, Captain Guy Captain? 20. Okay. <laughs> Why do you look so surprised? Because you're Captain Guy Captain. Also a captain of a ship, you know. I've got to be dexterous. I've got to steer this boy. Karis got a 13, but her thing is also 20. Uh, captain Guy Captain, you're going to go before or after Karis? Before. Levy? 15. Well, top of the round, Levina Payne. Oh, shit. You've got four... You've got four Fishy people and one skeleton fish. Lemmy doesn't know what they speak, but she uh, she's going to hop between primordial and common, hoping they understand her, and turn to the sour green, whatever their stupid name is. Fishy boys. You call them fishy boys, it's fine. The fishy boys. Right, you listen to me right now, yeah? I will take every single drop of moisture out of this cavern and out of your fucking bones if you don't leave us alone and stop this fucking whirlpool. Also, if that thing comes by to me, I'm going to make a new fucking boat out of it. All right? Uh, roll me an intimidation check. Do so at disadvantage, please. Oh, 27. 27? Yeah. Good lord. They can't roll successfully against that. <laughs> Levy, they look as though they can't understand what it is that you're saying, but your action, like, it seems to, like, get the message across. I'm hoping they're getting my threatening gesture. Would you like to do anything else in your turn? Let's do a fourth level charm person and try and charm them all as well. Ooh. Okay. Got be an 18. This might be a very short encounter. Every single one of them failed. Wow. <laughs> they're not the most wisdomous, it would appear. They look at you, Levy, like after you yelled at them, and then they, and then they all just sort of smile benignly, just like, mm -hmm. uh, that's your action, that's some speech. You got anything else? I don't. Captain Guy Captain. I assume we can see the skeletal shark just like in the water. Nope. Oh, we can't see it at all. Nope. Well then. It's it's obscured by the by the water tornado. Um, Can I use my action to make a perception check into the water to see if I can see Levy? Yeah, go on then. That's a 17. You look over the side. And you can just about make out the purple and vaguely crackling form of Levy against the bluey greeny water. So I can see Levy. Yes, because she stands out by her colour. Okay, I guess as a bonus action, I'll just be like, oh, Keris, you're doing a great job. And that's the help action for Keris if they want it. Okay. Uh, it's Keris' turn. Um, Keris is going to climb up to the crow's nest and hold their action to shoot something dangerous when it appears. Vague. I like it. 
Rico. 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 I've still got detect magic up. Do I detect this shark to any degree? No, you don't detect the shark to any degree. I'm just sort of a bat. All right. Levy, you see as uh, all four of these Sahuagin turn to you, smiling nicely, smiling kindly and politely. They look up towards the shark behind you. The one that's controlling the whirlpool uh, sort of turns to you and, and has a look on its face as, as though it's, it's like, oh my god, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm, 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 so, so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you see as it sort of looks at what it's doing and then looks at you and then it um, looks at its hands and it, it pulls out like a, like a little shell that it just kind of rubs in its own hands and then it puts them in its ears and it does like a hand motion asking you to repeat what it was that you said. But it, it's like it's that kind, and the and the whirlpool stops. Oh, amazing. So the other Sahuagin there, there's one that's got like a long, wavy sword, kind of like a flamberge. Mm. There's this one that was controlling the whirlpool that's kind of got like monk's druidy robes on. Uh, there's one that's kind of got like a big staff that looks like it's got shark's teeth stuck into it. And there is one that has a trident. That is the easiest way to define which is which. Um, the one with the sword and the one with the trident both sort of just step back and look at each other as though to say, what were you doing that for? I wasn't doing anything, it was all you. And they turn to you and that, they give you like, it seems like a friendly positive gesture. Hard to say what. And the one with the staff just sort of bonks herself on her head. Boom. And she says to you, I'm so sorry, I thought you were somebody else. <laughs> Levy, it's so good to see you again. Wait, how do you know my name? Uh, magic says the DM. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. You feel the shark behind you, like the shadow of the shark, turn away and move towards the ship. Oh, okay. uh, Levy, it's your turn. All right, excellent. Then I'm just going to turn and speak to them because one's got shells in his ears and one just said something to me, right? Yeah. Um, no, it's like, look, not a problem. You want to know it was me. Obviously, you understand who I am and you know that it is not good for you to be an enemy of mine if you like to live yeah so uh that's my boat i'm gonna go back up to my boat uh and you're gonna let us leave yeah because otherwise it's just it's gonna be a mess for everyone and you really will be you know sleeping with the fishes all right um the one that cast tongues on itself and the one that cast the the language one comprehend languages both laugh at your at your very funny joke that you made <laughs> and the one that uh put the shells in its ears uh, looks at the shark and the shark just sort of you get like a, a radiant like oh from the shark other boats that can go and attack <gasps> oh there are other boats that could go and attack you, you guys are out of initiative yes. <laughs> okay, as, I, as I was swimming away seeing that the shark looks really sad I'm just gonna be like there's these other boats out there real bad people you can attack them all day if you like uh, and I just described the other three ships roll me a perception check not perception Persuasion. Add advantage because they regard you as a friendly acquaintance. Uh, 18. They briefly discuss with each other and like they, they, three of them are discussing it in this weird language that you can't understand. Um, but the one that casts tongues, you understand exactly what they're saying. And you kind of gather that they're like, well, shall we? I mean, we set this trap. We did set the trap. But what if we set a trap under those other boats? Yeah, big trap. Yeah, big trap, many things. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Help our friend Levy. Well, good friend Levy, yeah. <laughs> it seems as though you have uh, persuaded them to leave their safe little uh, little cove yes. to go and harass the ships on the coast. Smashed it, Levy. I just come, to, I just come like <laughs> flying out because Levy can fly. I'm like, 
done it. Problem solved. What was it, Levy? Don't worry about it. There may be a bony shark and some uh, little scaly men we do need to fuck up in about an hour, though, because they will not like me so much then. But for now, we can go if you want. So we've got an hour before we need to be back here ready to s- defend the ship. No, are we going to sail out? Are we? Oh, right. I thought we could were safe to park it here for now. But we can go out, absolutely. It might be all right. We could probably park here. Do you, do you want to go down and ask him? Beans into the fire. I'm confused. To the temple. Temple. We're not heading into the fight, are we? Rico's worried that a, a pattern of, of calm, sensible um, actions is emerging. <laughs> this is not what Rico signed off for. Levy, do you think the ship is safe here or do you want us to s- sail away somewhere else? I think I think let's stay here, right, and go because they're, they're going to go and maybe fight the other people. So they might die anyway. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We're parking up and we're going. I've, I've armed the bomb. God, I hope another uh, another thing doesn't happen where Rico's away from the boat and he dies. <laughs> otherwise, y'all are going to be stranded because you just ordered for the other boats to be destroyed oh, as well. God. So you guys are going to drop anchor, saddle up, and ship out. Yeah. Standard deboating uh, procedures. You guys notice that the weather has improved significantly since the whirlpool stopped. And, uh, I mean, you guys are probably used to, like, sandy shores, but this is very much a, a rocky shore. There's a few stones and bits of gravel between you and the edge of the forest and it's like a really dense mangrove swamp your classic tropic island fare how would you guys like to proceed through this jungle and presumably towards the ziggurat is it going to be like survival to look for a good way through is is that if what you'd we're like yeah you, how you how you going through it i mean if if levy and rico are just going to blow the entire thing to fuck you might as well might as well not bother yeah like do we just a bit of deforestation but will that then alert people that we're here and then might they come and yeah but by the time by the time they notice we're here there's a forest fire in between us but what is the forest fire i mean how what are we meant to do walk through fire no it's called a controlled burn have we got time for a controlled bit though yeah We've got an hour to go, get it and get out. Yeah. All right, all right. Captain Guy Captain just has a bit of fear in his eyes because he's never seen a controlled burn. It always looks a bit chaotic, so he's just looking a bit scared. Josh? Yeah. As we get to the vague footpathy side. Good luck, mate, trying to find a footpath in this wild and unkempt wilderness. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Wall of Fire length of wires ahead of us and carve a wall of uh, a gap of a flaming hole through the forest. Oh, and then I'll put it out. So you want, we don't want to put out the fire. Oh. Because the fire's going to burn the rest of the forest. Oh, we're just going to, we're burning everything. All right. Yeah. Don't we just need a path though? Isn't that quite... I'll scorched use, earth. I'll use the, the wind though to like fan the flames. I wouldn't do that. I would. Okay. <laughs> Is the ground going to be hot though? Because my boots are going to start to scream. <laughs> and you hear Captain go, Captain's boots, just be like, no, I don't want to burn. <laughs> I don't want to burn. <laughs> so you create a solid wall of fire on a solid surface within range. You make the wall up to 60 feet long, 20 feet high and one foot thick. One foot thick. Fuck it, 60 foot long. Rico, you walk up to the edge of this mangrove, you kind of crack your knuckles and just throw a match. And yeah, you guys just see flames just arc along for 60 feet and things burn. Fun fact about trees, they can't make dexterity saving throws. So they just 
burn. So are you sure we don't want to now dispel this so that we just have a path and we don't burn down an entire forest? I can't hear you over the fire. I just feel like it's gonna attract unwanted attention. How, how often we need to do water fire? Well, my hope was I'd set the whole forest on fire and burn down. I feel like that might take more than an hour. Yeah. And we're not even at the temple oh at that point. Can, I, can let me fly up and look above the tree line to see how far away we are from this thing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Levy, you shoot upwards. Look at how far away you are from this place. It's not that far in terms of distance, but by how thick the jungle is, you suspect it will take you at least an hour to get there. Oh, shit. Got but what if I burn a hole all the way through? Like, how many feet is it? So it's about two miles away. Yeah. I don't know what that is in feet. 120,000 feet. Can too. Right. You can fly? Yeah. Karis can fly. Why? Rico can fly. Why can they? Karis has a cloak of the bat. Oh, yeah. Rico has winged boots. Right, who's strong <laughs> enough to carry Captain Bar Captain? No one that wants to. Let's go. No, no, no. Right, come on. All right. Can... Keras and Davina. Levy, uh, like, scoop Captain Guy Captain, like, one arm each and T-pose him over. Will Captain Guy Captain allow this? I don't want to be left on my own. What if the bone shark comes back? Yeah, exactly. You should come with us. Yeah. But please don't drop me into the forest fire. Yeah. If you two want to work together to carry Captain Guy Captain, absolutely. Oh, hey, Keras can't help. Rico's going to have to help. How long can Keras fly for? Uh, I think Keras can just turn into a bat. I don't know how long that lasts. No, they don't turn into a bat, but they can't help because they have to grip the edges of their cloak and it's unlimited. They've got a 40 foot fly speed. Yes, and you can polymorph into a bat when you're in dim area of in dim light or darkness. Ah, okay. Um, so Rico will have to put all of his thoughts and, and opinions and reservations aside to carry CGC. Right, no bickering, you two. You're like an old married couple, yeah? I'm sorry, Rico, I'm spoken for. <laughs> Alicia's I'm, laughing, he's dead serious about it. <laughs> Right, let's go. Let's fly over this man, this, these mangroves. You guys get under the armpits of Captain Guy Captain. Rico, you start to hold on to Captain Guy Captain. Oh no. Levy, you start to hold on to Captain Guy Captain. Levy and Rico, can you both roll me an athletics check at disadvantage to hold on to Captain Guy Captain? It would have been normal, but Rico is made of grease. And I can I help at all? I guess I guess you can give you can give one of them the help action. Levy, I imagine Levy's not as strong. Seventeen. 16. 16 and 17. Lovely stuff. Um, it's quite difficult to get under there. Rico, you're used to being greasy all the damn time. So for you, it's just par for the course. Yeah. You're able to adjust yourself and you're able to adjust the viscosity of your grease as well. Uh, Levy, you've not really carried people before, let alone greasy people, let alone greasy Captain Guy Captain, who weighs surprisingly less than you'd think. It's just because he's got weak bones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's... Are my clothes ticklish? What are they saying? When <laughs> and again, we can hear it when the clothes talk, right? Yep. I will drop you on this burning fire if your clothes don't shut. You pick up <laughs> Captain Guy Captain. Levy, uh, you sort of have to adjust yourself a few times in Captain Guy Captain, you're able to help by like positioning yourself. Um, it occurs to you that you are touching sentient clothes, but actually what happens is these clothes are almost in unison as they start going up in, in, the, uh, in the air. They all just go, oh, wow, this is great. Oh, wow, we're flying. Hey, guys, look, we're flying. Yeah, we're up in the sky. And you just hear like a... 
<laughs> as something that's just being covered by an arm or or some grease just like tries to pass. My head, Levy has an arm and Rico has an ankle. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems about right. Uh, Captain Guy, Captain, your hat, however, is going. Uh, oh, it's it's awfully high up. I'm I'm not having I'm not having a very good time. This isn't this isn't a top ten I, Kodak I've got moment. You. You're all right. I, I feel, I feel, Captain Guy, Captain, quite unsettled. I, I don't know if I'm cut out for this adventuring lark. Oh, well, you make me look quite dashing, so I'm afraid you've got to stay. Oh, you've won me over. But it's all right. There's only two days. Only two more days and then back to back to old fiancé. Gwendolyn? Yep, Gwendolyn. Oh, Gwenny. <coughs> she's, she's waiting at home. You've thought so much about Gwendolyn, your love, the only woman who you've ever truly loved in your life, the only person you've ever loved. Captain Guy, Captain, why don't you love yourself? Oh, my God, you just reminded me. Oh shit, I was having a package delivered. <laughs> I've missed it. That's that's gonna have been sent back to the depot. And I don't know how long they hold those for. Oh, that's gone. They've resold that. That's gone. gone. Oh shit. That's not even resold. Someone's grabbed that out of the bag during their Christmas party. Captain Guy Captain is having an existential crisis about his missing package. It was like it was some new beige like curtains or some shit. Oh, it was it was a mug that said World's Best Salesman on it. Let's say it was S A I L. Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. He's got like ten of those sorry we missed you things through his door. Uh, Cap- uh, Captain Dark Captain, I say this with all the, the love in the world. Are you sure you don't want us to just like drop you and just end it here now for you? <laughs> um <laughs> He's just dead silent because part of him is so horrified that you would ask, and part of him's also cons- like I mean, Rico is poised oh, oh, and ready. Right, I was joking. You've got a fiance back. I'm yeah. waiting for. It. Also, guys, if if I'm if I'm dead, then there's no insurance on the boat, and then off you oh, get into well, you, can't you get into oh, insurance yeah. issues and liability, and you know, um, wait, wait, all that you, kind of stuff. If you die, are we liable? I mean, you've already got the liability because it's a test drive, and then if I die, it's like fully your responsibility because I'm not even here on the insurance anymore. You know, if you die, do we get the boat for? Free? Yeah. No. No, I think I Rick, I think we spoke about this early on because we, we had a lot of chats about killing him. And then I think we remembered that if he dies then we have to pay. So that's why that's why we've it's, kept him around. It's not, it's not the paid, it's the signing into every dock and yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what we need Because yeah. he's a registered captain, you see. Yeah. It's all of all of the admin and all of the shit that we yeah. don't have to deal with. Yeah. We need him for the admin. Captain's just flying. Are you enjoying your flight? <laughs> It's uh, honestly, this is really cool. It's uh, Levy, you're so lucky you get to do this all the time. I feel so majestic. <coughs> and boy, Rico, you are the grease is it smells great. <laughs> Does Captain go Captain not like the smell of petrol? Imagine he probably does a little bit. I, I imagine Rico smells like petrol purely because oh, yeah. Nikki really loves the smell of petrol. <laughs> yes, yeah, fun. that's fair. As you guys fly over this mangrove swamp, like after the first 60 feet, you get get through this huge cloud of black smoke and you see there's like a flock of like long-legged birds, like storks or egrets flying through the sky, disturbed by this wall of flames that has appeared out of nowhere and caused habit to, havoc to their homes. As you fly over this mangrove swamp as well, you see there is like a little bayou that kind of runs through it as though there's water coming from the um, stepped pyramid temple. We're going to call it a temple. Sort of cutting through this mangrove swamp and branching out, which is the opposite to what rivers normally do. As you're flying over, you see the movement of something in the jungle. Something big. 
and like it moves trees out of the way you watch them shake as whatever this is moves through the jungle and you see like birds fly off wherever this creature is as well as though they've been disturbed from their roosts can we investigate it look at it closer look at it more what <laughs> you can roll a perception check from where you are if you want <gasps> i got the best number congratulations i still probably can't see it but i got the best number so i'm really happy 28 um levy would you have told the others about the giant skeleton crocodile Crocodile? Shark, sorry. Shark, bony shark. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. The reason I mentioned that is uh, because in mangrove swamps, crocodiles are fairly common. And if you've got big skeleton animals on one part of the island, it's highly likely that there are big skeleton animals on another part of the island. Captain, go Captain, as you're being carried over this jungle, you have a bit more opportunity to look and peer and think while everyone else is busy carrying you. Uh, story of your life. Yeah. And you think, for the smallest moment that you see like a blue flash coming from wherever this from wherever this large creature is and there's like some white smoke that rises wherever this blue flash was hey guys you, you know that big beastie that's running in, in the in the woods down there yeah i can see like a, a blue flash and then there's like a little bit of white smoke that comes with it i don't just letting you know doesn't mean much to me all right Weird. Yeah. But you carry on your flight. Can I have a con saving throw from Levy and Rico, please? Dirty 20. I think I also got a dirty 20. Lovely. Well, you find very little difficulty in maintaining your flight while carrying Captain Guy Captain. It's all the malnourishment makes it very easy to lift. <laughs> when you've got as much weight as a small Victorian orphan, oh. you become basically just like a little handful of marbles. Yeah. You are able to carry our wonderful, strange little boy <laughs> over the jungle. As you finish your hour's duration journey, you just see Levy where the other ships are, because you guys are flying pretty high up. And you see the elven galleon just like start to sink. Oh, my lads, my little boys, they did it. And then you feel the concentration on your spell wear off. Ah, they're going to be mad at me now. (laughs) It was nice while it lasted. So you get towards the stepped pyramid, the temple. With its big grey stone and moss and lichen covered exterior, you see a few plants determined plants have started growing from the rock itself, possibly from years of soil naturally created by guano, which in layman's terms is bapu. As you get closer, you sort of leave this gentle ambiance of being in the sky. Captain Guy Captain, your hats stopped getting quite so worried, and the rest of your clothes have uh, stopped being so excited about it you know like when you're on a plane and like the first 10 minutes is kind of wild mm-hmm. anyway because you're like it's a big bit of metal why is it in the sky <laughs> and then you're just like oh well this is the, the new this is it i'm in the sky forever mm-hmm. that's how you, that's how your clothes feel and you start to hear again the sounds of combat which doesn't sound like a salt marsh and you can hear these elves dwarves and others question mark fighting And it sounds as though there are still as many people fighting as there were before, but you can't quite see anyone where you are at the moment. Is there an obvious entrance to this temple? Is there like a big door or a big hole? Uh, From what you can tell, there's probably an entrance at the front. Like, that's fairly obvious. And there might be some entrances around the side. There might be some entrances around the base, but you haven't investigated, you haven't looked. You'd have to get a little bit closer to find out and spend some time investigating. Does it look 
like there'd be an entrance at the top because that's what Levy would think. Seems like the sort of thing that would have an entrance at the top, yeah. Yeah, can we just go straight to the top? Mm -hmm. To the top. Straight to the top. To the top. Where Keris thought she saw an explosion come from. Oh, Fine. If where there's an explosion, there's normally a hole where there's a hole it's, is, it's hole is lightning, not much yeah? different from a door. If you see lightning hits, lightning never strikes twice or that. When you see lightning, run to it. Run, run to where it hit because it's probably not going to hit there again unless it's me hitting you, and then almost definitely it will hit you. You fly towards the building, and as you do, you see. And at first, you thought it was just like a trick of the light, or maybe just some weird smoke coming from the battle. But you see, like, a huge purple gem that's just nestled below what appears to be some sort of skylight operation with this temple at the very top. There's, like, an enormous purple gem, like, easily the size of a car. Oh, shit. Wow. What kind of car? Uh, <laughs> like, a 2006 Vauxhall Corsa. I really okay. want to break the gem, but I've done Second that question. a few Second times, question and that's is... always ended bad. Could a gorilla lift a Vauxhall Corsa? Yeah. But like, okay, it could it could lift a Vauxhall Corsa, but could it lift uh, and carry a Vauxhall Corsa? That's a whole other question. Uh, does it look like it's doing anything? Is it? Can can we do like an Arcana to try and be like? Yeah, it might yeah. be powering something. Absolutely, roll me an Arcana check while I try and look up how strong a gorilla is. Mm -hmm. So a silverback gorilla can lift around four thousand pounds on a bench press. Okay. This crystal. Looks as though it's around three thousand five hundred pounds. That's, um, That's if we wanted to steal the giant crystal. Yeah, I've rolled a three to figure out what the crystal is. It just looks like a pretty gem, pretty purple gem. You are also purple. Coincidence? Wow. I think the fuck not. Uh, should I detect magic? On? You are not currently close enough to detect magic on it. Uh, let's just get closer. All right. Worst comes to worst, Captain Go Captain dies. All right, all right. If he no, dies, he dies. No, we don't have to pay. We just abandon the boat. I mean, you signed something. Yeah, you're back. We'll, we'll have to weekend at Bernie's here. For a no, few we days. don't. The contract's on his back. <laughs> if we burn him to a crisp, no, the contract no, no longer exists. The terms and conditions are on my body. You signed something back at the office. Yeah, yeah. We'll, it's then we'll go Bernie's back to the office and burn it down. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys fly closer to this huge stone building with the purple crystal that just sort of peeks out the top of it. As you get to about 60 feet within it, uh, you feel yourself getting closer and you can feel the sort of magic resonance of this crystal uh, in the air. Can uh, everyone make me a dexterity saving throw, please? Captain Go, Captain, do not. Rico and Levy do it at disadvantage. Karis, do it normally. I will fucking take that. Kara's got like 50 million because it's an 18 on the dice. Uh, and Rico got a 22 at disadvantage. Damn. Wowie, wowie. Nice. Good job. Levy? Levy got one of those numbers. A two. Two total. Yeah. Captain Guy Captain, would you like to give Levy advantage on the roll? Yeah, Captain Guy Captain will always help. Always, always. Alicia, roll me a D1000. <gasps> Oh, but you, so you don't mean my help own bonus action. You mean I'm giving her my advantage. I got an 18 that time. D, one, thousand. Zero, zero, oh God. two. You wanted two out of a thousand. Yeah, I don't know how they work. So, Captain Guy Captain. Oh, no. You feel uh, Rico holding on to you, but then Levy, something, something happens with Levy and she slips. As there's a, what can only be described as a volley of force that is sent towards you guys from the temple. 
Rico, you're able to avoid it and you sort of use your greasy nust, almost like slide around Captain Guy Captain, like around like a like a dancer <laughs> on a pole. <laughs> Levy, you don't quite sense this coming fast enough. And actually you the force creates a vacuum that you just drift into. Captain Guy Captain, reflexively, you try to help Levy not fall. You're not thinking about saving yourself, you're thinking about saving Levy. And this magic just flows out of your body. It sort of bursts. It starts in your chest and then it extends down your arm and you, you go towards Levy and then Levy, you feel this, your own magic bolstered and you're able to catch yourself up, backfilling the vacuum with magic and able to support Captain Guy Captain. Keris, you guys see just soaring on these bat wings using that, actually that, that volley of force to like do some sick tricks. Nice. Classic Keris. Yeah, absolutely. Keris is like in one of those fucking wingsuits. <laughs> it's flying squirrels. Captain Guy Captain, roll me a d6. Six. No, don't pull that face. DM, no. Captain Guy Captain, you have rolled a two on the D1000 table. Yeah. Extra limb. <gasps> the target grows an extra limb. The limb dangles limply, occasionally mimicking the movement of other nearby limbs. The new limb sprouts from the target's shoulder in the case of an arm or his hip in case of a leg. The limb does not affect the user's equipment, provide additional attacks, or affect most in-game circumstances. Captain Guy Captain, as your arm went towards Levy and you felt the magic burst through you to support her. What? Levy, you turn and look at Captain Guy Captain and there's like a like a sickening look on your face and like a slight scream as you see there's like a little baby arm sticking out of Captain Guy Captain's shoulder <laughs> like a shit matchup. Oh my god. <laughs> a shit And oh you've god. now got this little vestigial arm out the back. Captain Guy Captain, your jacket goes, Oh mate, I'm not I'm not uh I'm not a thracket. Uh what the fuck is that? <laughs> what, what do you mean what is what? You've uh you've got another arm on your back. It's disgusting. What do you mean I've got another arm? People only have two arms. You've got three You've got three, mate. How do I get through what the, 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 cut it off? I don't like it. We can pause that, <laughs> Do you really want me to cut it off? I'll do it. I'm not gonna shoot off the arm. Maybe when you're not carrying me, I feel like you need both your arms. Yeah, I'm kind of concentrating right now. But I think that crystal just tried to hurt us. Uh, I think we should we should land on the steps of the um yeah land like the step pyramid. Yeah. You guys evade through various means this uh, volley of force. It does not have fingernails, just fingers and thumbs, like a little. Why doesn't have fingernails, Josh? It doesn't have fingernails. I'm sorry. Why not? Why? It doesn't have fingernails. Hang on, why? Why is it a small arm? Why is it not a full arm? Because it's a small arm. It's got to grow. Why has it got no fingernails? It's though? growing. It doesn't have fingernails. I'm telling you, it's not got fingernails. Why not, though? Because it's growing. Because it's, okay. it's a little chubby vestigial arm. Is it like a baby arm? Babies are born with fingernails. Yeah, they are. Yeah. This isn't a baby arm. <laughs> this is a magic arm. Can I control it? Does it Does it follow Does it follow any instruction? Do you want to try it? What, what are you going to try and do with your tiny arm? Like, I, I want to just tuck it into my... I want it to tuck itself in. I don't want it to just be flailing around outside of my jacket. <laughs> Captain, Captain, go, Captain, you feel your little tiny arm go... <laughs> Oh, is it patting me on the it's, shoulder? It's just patting you on the shoulder. Is it giving me the recognition and validation that I never got? <laughs> oh no, the arm can stay. It cannot. <laughs> you guys avoid these volleys of force sent towards you. You quickly become horrified at uh, Captain Guy Captain's new appendage. And then you discuss going down to land. Can everyone please roll me a strength saving throw, including Captain Guy Captain? Strength saving throw. Well, boy, howdy. 15. That's a 19. 
14. What about Keris? Well, I rolled a two on the dice and she's Keris, so let's assume bad. It's going to be a zero. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. You guys avoid these volleys of force. And then the crystal flashes, pulses. And Levy and Keris, you both suddenly feel these bands of metal, like gold metal, around you. And you start getting pulled towards the floor. You're not even over the temple yet. And you're getting pulled gradually towards the floor. Rico and Captain Guard, Captain, you're fine. You, these binds try and form around you, but Rico, your grease has leaked onto Captain Guy Captain, um, and you're both able to slip your way out of them. But you see your friends being re- being pulled down to the floor. I mean, I'm being pulled because Levy's holding on to me. <laughs> That's true. And by that extension, I'm pulling Rico. <laughs> uh, Rico will just let go of you. And leave Levy to hold me on their own? <laughs> no, I will, I will help Levy. Just know that I will let Captain Guy Captain die. <laughs> I, Rico needs Captain Guy Captain to know. He knows that. He needs to know that Rico that Rico would just let him die. If it's a minor inconvenience to save him, Rico would let Captain Guy Captain die. Leave Captain alone. Captain Guy Captain knows that Rico believes that Rico would let Captain Guy Captain die. <laughs> the psychology of this is all fascinating. <laughs> Captain Guy Captain sees the good in Rico. They're so little. Even if Rico cannot see it in himself. Oh. Dear me. You can't fix him. <laughs> mechanical things that have come from the ground or are they like magic, magic tendrils seems to be arcane seems as though someone's cast the spell earthbind oh fuck can i see who's like doing this can i see it's it? probably the crystal oh okay okay that sounds all right all right we'll go in the front door then fine to be yeah, fair guys I... trespassing laws are really funny you've got to be so careful levy and keris are being inexorably pulled towards the earth Captain Guy Captain you're just going with them it's about 60 feet 60 feet per so it's 10 10 foot a second you're being pulled down which isn't slow but it's also not like fast and as you're pulled closer down the sounds of battle get louder and louder and you hear the clashing of swords and axes against plate armour and shields as you get even closer, it seems like there's like a, a small band of... Oh, there is no way I can describe them without describing Ewoks. Ewoks. Like little fluffy creatures that like... But they're slightly bigger than fluffy creatures. They kind of look cute. They also look incredibly feral. Are they like if a furball and a goblin were one thing? But like, like if there was a teddy bear. Like Mogwais? Like Mogwais, yeah. You see the elves and it's like they're dancing with their swords as they're doing it. Some of them are actually singing as they do so. The dwarves are just kind of yelling. And you see these little hairy people with, I don't know, some of them have spears. Some have got like two daggers. So, and they just look like feral. Like they're, they're just there to fuck shit up. And all three of these factions are fighting, just scrapping at the steps, at the foot of these steps. Are we going to be pulled down like right into it? It does look like you guys are going to be pulled down right into the middle of this absolute right. melee. Are you guys ready? Wait, are these things like creatures that we would recognize or just oh, terrifying feral uh, beings? Roll me an intelligence check. Investigation or history or nature. You can give yourself advantage if you want. Do it! Do it! (laughs) Go on then, go on then. On on your nature check. 17. Want me a D1000? Three, zero, four. Um, Captain Guy Captain, 
you look at these things and you're trying to work out just what the hell they are. You've seen all kinds of customers. You've never seen customers like this before. And as you do so, you sort of absentmindedly let your neck sort of go, go a little bit loose. And you feel one of these bands just like appear around your neck. But there's no pull on it. It's just like this little gold band. You've got a plus two to your wisdom saves. <gasps> no, sorry, your charisma saves. Your charisma saves. I apologize. That's still, that's still charisma good. saves. Nice. Captain, go, Captain. With your seventeen on your investigation. Yes, please. Uh, you look at these creatures and you remember the type of folk that were on the shell boats, and they were halfling sized, certainly halfling-ish. You look at these little feral guys. And they do seem halfling-sized, and then thinking about how they were moving the boat in a non-traditional way, which is definitely not within, like, insurance standards. Mm, mm -hmm. You suspect that these guys are druids, and maybe they've done some sort of weird magic to make themselves into little hairy feral guys. Okay. And they are just, I mean, they are just fucking shit up. They are, they are just like, Wah! Nikki, you were going to ask something? I wasn't actually going to ask something. I was going to do something. What were you going to do? So to do so, I do need to kind of, I need you to follow my logic for a second. <laughs> Strap in, folks. So, so, do you remember a little while ago, I made some bombs on the ship and you said each one of them was equal to a fireball. Yes. And I made four of them. Yes. Do you remember a lot long after that, I put them in a bag full of rocks? Yes. Do you remember now we're up in the air above a battle? Yes. I'm going to drop the bag of bombs and then drop a fireball on top of it, which is effectively five fireballs. Yep. Uh, doing 40d6. Wow. That's what I would like to do. That's, that's absolutely fine and expected of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need uh, dexterity saving throws from everybody. Yes, you need some sex, Dave, don't you? Yeah. So we'll say that's ready. So 60 feet. It's 120 foot diameter sphere. Yeah. This is before we get there, right? <laughs> My deck save is 20. Roll damage because it might not matter. Uh, 132 fire damage. Wow. Roll me a sleight of hand check. Twenty four. I was gonna be really shitty to see if any of the elves, uh, the the sort of blade singer wizards, yeah. spotted it. Because if you spot a huge bag of with a fireball behind it, you do something about yeah. it. Yeah. And you rolled a twenty what on your flash of genius twenty nine. Let's go. Yeah. There's no way. There's physically no way that any of these people can notice it. While you descend, you get your. <laughs> You get your Blitzkrieg bag, <laughs> and you just let go. And this bag descends, and you watch as it lands smack bang in the middle of the battlefield. You love me, you love me. <laughs> That's a war crime. That is, uh, that is a big old war crime. That is a war crime, absolutely. And then you level this fireball after it. It's, I think he just opens his mouth and lets the match drop. Absolutely, without a doubt. Nice. You just let this fireball drop after these grenades. And for all of you, there's just this, like, mm, what you say? <laughs> oh, that you will remember. What you say? And then you watch as, like, the bag of grenades lands. I would like to clarify, Rico turns away. <laughs> Does he? Rico has never seen an explosion in his life. Because <laughs> cool guys don't look at explosions. Yeah. That's fair. This bag lands. Everyone in the battlefield turns to look at it for as long as they can. And then this single match falls on top of it. As you guys are pulled down, 
towards this. You are still being pulled down towards this. You were not very high up above it. You were high up enough to avoid, like, the initial blast, but the heat is just awful. And what's worse than the heat is the smell. Oh, God. The smell of immolated flesh. And, like, sulfur as well from the mangrove swamp. Mm -hmm. And the smoke clears, and you guys... It, it got hot, but because of the way that magic works, I'm going to say that you didn't get any of the effects of fire. Of the 48 d20 rolls to save against the fireball, two saved. Oh my god! Those two were wizards. Oh! As you gradually land at the same speed that Featherfall makes you land, you see just black ash, charcoal, and metal implements strewn around the island. Don't touch any of them. Be quite hot if you touch them. Nearby, there's a uh, a dwarven breastplate that would have been in pretty good nick that is now just melted to the scorched earth. And you realize you've made a bit of a crater here at the foot of this weird temple. And you look around to see if there's any trace of humanity left there. And there isn't. Congratulations, you've solved my horde battle puzzle. These <laughs> are the sound of Captain Guy Captain start to cry. Captain Guy Captain, your boots are very sad to be standing on this ground. Guys, I, 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 know, I know you guys do a lot of stuff and... And normally I don't say anything, but I feel like that was a really bad thing we just did. No, here's the thing, yeah. They were all killing each other. I know, but they probably had families and children. Then and they should have come They've here. got mortgages they need to pay off, and now they can't They can't do any of that stuff. That's not our fault, though, is it? We just killed them. Yeah, if, if they were going to kill each other. It's fine. No, we just, we just, you know, we make an even playing field yeah like uh they were all fine they were gonna they were gonna kill us they were gonna kill you captain they were gonna kill you, you it's self-defense yeah it's a preemptive strike everyone rolled an intelligence saving throw Gareth's got a one oh. and that one it's a four from captain guy captain uh 21 Rico got and a 11 for lenny everyone roll initiative oh oh, oh. oh. Oh, 15. 24. Uh, Keris got a 20, and Chaboy got a 10. As Keris, Levy, and Captain Guy Captain look around, they see there are three awful-looking zombies around, and they've got swords and arcane staffs in their hands. Rico. Yeah? You see your three shipmates looking at you like you are something horrendous. Like you're a zombie with swords. Keris, Levy, and Captain Guy Captain have fallen under the spell Enemies Abound. That's a problem. Oh no. And we're going to have to pick this up next time on Wicked Slice. Da 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 That could have been a lot worse, to be fair. Could have been a lot worse. Could have been.
I mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't think it could. Captain Guy Captain now has three arms. I think that is as worse <laughs> as it could possibly ever get. 